0: welcome oh, on into to a brand new counterpoint podcast i guess i'm just gonna have to keep doing this until you know the season is officially back on track because it has been a, an ugly start to the Eagles season i had to save the season before the packers game and you know some call me big game fritz uh, that that's that's the rumor going around the street it's just you know big game players step up in big game times i guess the same could be said for podcasts and this is that's why the counterpoint podcast is here at this point i mean the counterpoint podcast is here to to save the season and get everything right on course until everything just falls apart again i mean it's just you know i got people texting josina anderson you know like oh wentz isn't doing this and and this is bullshit and i'm, I'm sick and tired of it you know the, the one josina anderson text message that didn't get out um i don't know why she didn't report it i think it's patently absurd is is uh you know just seeing that we've we've been off our rhythm since the counterpoint podcast has been sent away you know the counterpoint podcast was the heartbeat of the Philadelphia Eagles and without the counterpoint podcast it's almost like what's the point uh and you know i i appreciate that the players are are saying that i don't know which Player reached out to Josina Anderson and said that if I had to bet on one, it might not have been a player. Maybe it was Doug. Maybe it was Howie. Maybe it was those guys saying like, Josina, you know, we're going to get this stuff out there, but I also want to make sure you put out and, and make sure that that Jack sees it. You know, this this team's been off its mojo since since Counterpoint went away. Since since Counterpoint just kind of, you know, it's it's it pops in and out of our lives when no one's expecting it. Like he put out the he put out the podcast. Now this now this was not exactly what ine Anderson reported but I think she should have reported this one of the text messages she got was saying that he put out the he put out the, the the podcast about his the jack fritz name test a little bit too late and we didn't see it fast enough we couldn't readjust our board and and thus we drafted J.J. jJfgo Whiteside in the, in the second round like, I mean J.J. jJrico Whiteside is another stone win for the counterpoint or for the jack fritz name test i mean how much i just don't know how much more I have to prove to you that these draft analysts until they factor in the Jack Fritz name test, everything they write is just fucking pointless. It's all pointless until the Jack Fritz name test comes out. Like uh, JTR, like White Side in the second round. Uh, that guy's a fifth round pick. Like, like, what are we, like, what are we doing here? I just, you know, I, I so, so since since Howie and, and all the Eagles are are leaking stuff to Christina Anderson about how you know Wentz isn't, you know, the the offense has to be simplified and 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 all this stuff you know and how the counterpoint podcast it not being in a uh, in and of a part of our lives has really just messed with the mojo on this team so I, I take responsibility hand up completely on me um, and that's why big game fritz has to show up for the cowboys game that's why i'm here that's why that's why i do what i do um, just I always think about the Jack Fritz name test, and it's probably my favorite thing in, in all the world. Um, Miles Sanders looking like a stud. Maybe he needs to hit a hole a little bit quicker. You know, that'd be nice. Yeah, you're just going to bounce around and you know, maybe take it inside, maybe take it outside. Don't really know where your vision's at. But, but their five most explosive plays in the last four games have all been Miles Sanders wheel routes, which is – it's just – like, what are, what are we doing? Really? Like, Miles Sanders' wheel routes are the most explosive plays you have in your offense. Let me just send a message to Howie Rosen real quick. I know, Howie, it's been tough since you uh, – you know, the CounterPoint Podcast has not been around. Let me just say something to you, to, to you Howie. Um, first, Jadavion Clowney. Like, what the fuck, dude? A third-round pick? I mean, you fucking kidding me? It should not have been that hard. Just fucking give up the pick. And now I'm going to deal with this, this fucking Jalen Ramsey thing. The Jalen Ramsey trade is a, is just a, a no-brainer. I mean, what are we what are we doing here, Howie? You can't draft a cornerback to save your life, okay? You can't do it. You physically can't do it. You can't draft that. You can't draft skilled players. Just stick to your guns and draft the trenches and the franchise quarterback, okay? You know, enough with this bullshit about the, the, the cornerbacks. So so just the fact that Jalen Ramsey's not coming here, it, it, it hurts. Jalen Ramsey should be an eagle. He should be 24. He should be building with Carson Wentz. Jalen Ramsey is the first ballot Hall of Famer, okay? That's just a simple matter of fact. Jalen Rams is the first ballot Hall of Famer, and we just let that go for for, for God knows what. So, Howie, let me just tell something. You know, I, I've i been a long Howie guy, but you're really, really starting to disappoint me, like to the oomph degree. You know, I never really understood the term to the oomph degree. Like, what does that even mean? But I just used it, so it makes sense. But, you know, Howie, not only the trades are are getting annoying, the fact that you're taking players Early and 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 you're not factoring in the Jack Fritz name test, and and then listen if your offense is going to come to a screeching halt because you won't you rely on one speed guy every year, then just sign or draft or trade or whatever. Get another speed guy in here, for Christ's sake! I mean, it's Torrey Smith stayed healthy in, in in the Super Bowl year. He was the deep threat. He took the top off the defense. He drew, he got all the pass interference calls. Uh, Mike Wallace last year gets hurt after one game. Offense looks like shit. This year, Deshaun Jackson plays one game, looks amazing. Everyone's happy. Uh, everyone's happy that Deshaun's back. Gets hurt. Everything goes to shit. So just enough if, if this if getting a speed receiver is as important as it seems like it is in this offense then fucking find some speed players or some shit it, it's just it's starting to drive me crazy and Howie, I don't I don't want to be down on you I really don't that's why like sure I may have come back to save the season with this Cowboys gaming coming up and and messing with the mush gods and and all that, but really, I feel like this has been a you know a therapeutic exercise. Like, what what happened to Trader Howie? What happened to Howie season? Are you just Danny Ainge? Like that's that's what, that's what everyone here is talking about. Are you just Danny Ainge? You in on everything? Never make the big move, you know? Saying he's got all this aggressive Howie, you know, didn't want to give up these picks. He's really close. Didn't want to do it though. Just, come on, enough. Howie, as you well know, this is a trust tree. And, and this is me saying to you, do it. I know I know you have been led astray without the Counterpoint podcast around. Yes, you traded for, for Golden Tate, who is such a loser. Golden Tate is probably the biggest loser in the NFL. You traded a third-round pick for that guy, and he was useless. If your offense is going to fall apart because you don't have a speed guy that can stretch the field, then just bring in all the speed guys. Okay? So am that's all I'm saying. It's not that big of a deal. They're pretty cheap. They just run fast. Okay? So uh, just just enough. Th- this is this has been for as therapeutic as this has been for everyone listening. Howie, I think it's the most therapeutic um to you. So uh, you're welcome Howie. Um you have I mean the trade deadline's coming up. It is it is I would like to say it's trader Howie season but some are saying, Howie, that it's really just how we age being how we age. And and I don't I don't want it to be that way, but whew, that is what that is what the people are saying. So um Howie, figure it out and uh and we'll go from there. All right, Mush gods, time. Uh, boy, mush gods. You guys have just been just been crushing me. Uh you guys are just phew, so worn down by just how, how dominant you guys have been over the counterpoint podcast uh just you you guys continue to do what you do continue to what you do um you know all i have to say about this cowboys team is that they are unstoppable this cowboys team you know they may be down they're starting left tackle or starting right tackle guess what that doesn't matter when you're facing this defensive line who can't sniff a quarterback. So I don't care who I don't care who is playing offensive line. It could be me and Bartrid. Barchard left tackle, me right tackle, whatever. Whatever you want to do. It wouldn't matter because this team can't sniff the quarterback. So listen, I got it's fine if Tyron Smith misses this game. So what if Dak falls apart without Tyron Smith in the lineup? That doesn't matter anymore. Because Dak has just proven himself this year, especially, just really, really proven himself to be an elite quarterback. Just any, you know, there's so many people that were like, oh, he's just a game manager. Pfft, no, I mean, <laughs> game manager? Dak Prescott? Game manager and Dak Prescott don't even belong in the same sentence. Dak Prescott should be talked about, the likes of Patrick Mahomes, guys who just sling it down the field. You know, he's, 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 everyone's like, oh, Carson Dak, Carson Dak, Carson Dak. Like, Carson Wentz isn't even in Dak Prescott's stratosphere. Dak Prescott's a guy that wins, just a stone cold, proven winner, makes big plays down the field. Uh, you know, sure. He'll hand the ball off 28 times to Ezekiel Elliott, but that doesn't mean that Dak Prescott some kind of some kind of game manager. And let me just get to this stat real quick. I don't even like most guys. The Cowboys, the Cowboys just own the Eagles. Like the let me just throw this one out at you. The Eagles have not led in a game against the Dallas Cowboys since November of 2017. November of 2017. They haven't even taken a lead against this Cowboys team. That's how dominant the Cowboys have been over this Eagles team. And and guess what? I'll put it I'll put it out there right now. Absolute lock, stone cold lock it in, game over. Take it to the bank. Cowboys are winning this football game. And they might even win it. They might even win it handily. Okay, like it's it's such a the, the Cowboys could effectively sleepwalk through this game. So what? So what if Amari Cooper might not play? So what if Randall Cobb might not play? It doesn't matter. They have proven elite outside talents like Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin may have gone elsewhere and and never lived up to the top ten pick hype that he was, but somewhere and sometime. He's gonna he's gonna prove that he was worth that top ten pick. Every time that his his West Virginia highlight tape gets shared on Twitter, I just think to myself and and really just get scared inside of of what he's gonna do to these Eagles cornerbacks. I mean, Bush guys, did you see what Kirk Cousins? Another proven winner, just like Dak Prescott, did to the Eagles secondary on Sunday. Look, that's going to be happening all over again. Put Stephon Diggs and Tavon Austin in the same exact class because they're the same player. Tavon Austin has been an impact performer everywhere he's gone. Tavon Austin's just a winner. Michael Gallup, another guy. Like, Michael Gallup, start putting him in in, in elite category. Just an absolutely unstoppable force. And don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on Zeke. I mean, Zeke... Like, Saquon Barkley who? I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, so what? I mean, I, Ezekiel Elliott is an unstoppable, unstoppable force in, in in the NFL. And he absolutely owns this Eagles team. I don't care. I don't care that he's averaging 4.3 yards per attempt. Like, so what? So what if he was averaging Oh, Wait. Yeah, no, yeah, 4.3 yards, birds out. Down from 4.7 last year. Guess what? He's going to figure it out on Sunday because he always figures it out. That does, I can't get enough of the feed me, you know? Just give me more. Give me more of the feed me because that's what he's going to do against the Eagles defense all week or all game long. So what if the Eagles have the best rushing defense in the NFL? Not when they're playing Zeke. So what if they held Daven Cook to 44 yards last week? Not against an elite talent like Zeke. Elliot, and I haven't even gotten to, haven't even gotten to Jason Witten, one of the best Monday Night Football broadcasters of all time, said no, 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 no. Let me put my clear path to superstardom in the booth on hold and return back to the field where they need me. And you know, just when I thought this offense couldn't get more explosive. They brought back Jason Witten, a guy who is, you know, for as elite as Dak Prescott is as a quarterback, Jason Witten is just as explosive from a tight end position. Zach Ertz wishes he was, was was Jason Witten. Dallas Goddard wishes he had the athleticism of Jason Witten. The guy, the guy put, like, I don't, I, I don't want to make too much out of this, but just remember, this guy had a clear path to being what some were saying the next Romo, the next John Madden, one of the great football broadcasters of all time. He put that on hold to come back and lead the Dallas Cowboys to glory. You think the Eagles can stop that? That guy was on a a path to greatness, and he said, no, 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 no. Before I go into the Hall of Fame as one of the best broadcasters of all time, I need to finish out my career here with the Dallas Cowboys and bring home a Super Bowl, which... If I had to pick a champion today in the NFL, I think it would be the Dallas Cowboys. Honestly, like they're playing really well. Um, so what if they lost the winless Jets the week before? Like they're they're trending in the right direction. Some would say Jason Garrett. Uh, listen, I, I know there's that that video that's going around where it looked like his players, uh, you know, weren't responding well to them. I would say the opposite. His players responded so well they didn't feel like they had to say hi to him because they know that that guy has their back. Jason Garrett, a proven winner and forever should be the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I got full faith in that guy. I mean, so what if he doesn't even call plays or have anything to do with the offense, even though he was was brought in as the offensive coordinator? um, He literally just stands there and decides on when to call timeouts, when to kick a field goal, and he still manages to mess that up. So what if he messes that up? He's a leader of men. Jason Garrett absolute leader of men. Uh, It's just, I I don't know how the Eagles win this game. I really don't. Um, There's just too much things going in the, in the Cowboys favor. They've lost three straight. Um, You know, it's on Sunday night football, you know, like here's the, here's the, here's the big problem. Here's the, here's the big problem with an Eagles Cowboys matchup is that, that Carson Wentz can't win. He cannot win in Dallas. He, he, it's been proven time after time that, 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 that Carson Wentz cannot win in Dallas. And unfortunately, that's what's going to happen again. I mean, the Eagles are clearly in dysfunction. No one likes each other. Everyone's mad at the quarterback. And leaking information is to Josina Anderson. You know, that that's just going to rear its ugly head on Sunday uh, in front of a national audience. Carson Wentz can't win the big one. Um, Sidney Jones and and whoever's going to be out there. I mean, Russell Douglas, you know, I mean, Craig James, maybe Ron Darby plays. I mean, it's it's burnt toast. It's absolute burnt toast. So, um, again, if I could, if I could just put down, you know, the future mortgage of my house on one game, it's obviously on the Cowboys minus two and a half on Sunday. I don't care that the line is, is trending in the Eagles favor. It's, it's a stone cold Cowboys line, lock it in. And I, I feel confident. I feel confident the Cowboys are going to win on Sunday. Um, and that's just – it's going to prove once again Carson can't win down there. Dak is elite. Dak greater than Wentz. And, and uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. But, you know, I, I got to call it like I see it, and that's just how I see it. <laughs> that is going to do it for the CounterPoint Podcast. Until next time, I have to save the season, I guess. I guess that's how this is going to work now. When things are going wrong – someone's got to step in and save the season and who knows maybe it'll be next week maybe it'll be the week after but the counterpoint podcast will be back enjoy dallas week go birds Ugh, i just say go birds i really don't like go birds i mean i'm not no offense to you know the name of the whole podcast or whatever it's just the go birds thing it's still it's still like i i, I almost found myself doing it like when i was at wawa and i was getting something and i was like you know, there's was, was, was like one of the first games of the season. I was like, in my head, I was like, I want to say Go-Birds. But I know I really still hate Go-Birds. And again, it's nothing against the name of this podcast. It's just, it's just my own personal thing. It's just I don't like when people say Go-Birds because I think they're all frauds. Usually fraud fans say Go-Birds to each other. They're trying to be cool. And I just I just hate it. I almost did it game this year. And I was like, I can't do it. That is what fraud fans do. I'm not going to go birds this this Wawa this Wawa cashier. I'm just not, not going to do that to him. So I can't believe I just said go birds. Um, it felt awkward coming out. And it's even more awkward that I spent 45 more seconds talking about how I don't like go birds. Even though everyone's like, oh, it's the thing Eagles fans do. Ha ha. Like go birds. I've <sighs> disappointed myself. But. I think the mush Gods are fucked. Honestly, I think they're so royally like they're so screwed up right now. Um, I I think I got them good. I really do. I'm, for as like kind of nervous as I am heading into this Cowboys game, I feel I feel pretty good after that 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 message to the mush Gods. I think I sold it really well. Um, so again go eagles um and i'll talk to you i'll talk to you on the state of season next time i don't know when it's gonna be it could be next week again like i just you know i i like the counterpoint podcast being a, a special occasion podcast where people are like ah oh, we need it we need it we need it i like i like surprising people that's what the trust is here for now I'm, I'm here to surprise people um so i'll talk to you soon